Hey, welcome back, everyone. John Bishop here with John Bishop Fine Art, and you're listening to my podcast, Conversations for Freelance Creatives. Welcome back. I'm glad you could join me. You know, we've talked over the the months about all the different jobs that we have to do as creative entrepreneurs, and that's just the way of the world. I mean, if we had a larger company, we would hire these jobs out, but as it is, If you're like me, I mean, there's two people in my business. There may be only one in yours. We have to do all these jobs ourselves. And that becomes really problematic because the stress and pressure on us to do all of these things all of the time can really have a negative impact on our morale, on our productivity, on our self-worth, and can really paralyze us and, and, and... make it harder for us to do the things that we actually know we must do, including our art, which is obviously the most important thing that we do. So, you know, joining up with the, the, the needs of doing our particular art, no matter what your, what your discipline and what kind of art you produce, but we have to create that art, we have to then prepare that art, We have to photograph that art. We have to then market that art. We have to have some sort of publicity to get that marketing message out. We have to advertise. We have to sell that art. We have to keep up uh, a business. So we have to be business managers. We have to be entrepreneurial. We We have to be accountants. We have to... We have to wear all these hats, and it can become virtually overwhelming. But I'm here to say that it's amazing what people can do when they're motivated. I mean, look at Michelangelo. Now, granted, Michelangelo did not have to worry about Instagram posts. And um, the, um, the guy who, who did all the sculpting at Mount Rushmore... Uh, probably had lots of time to sit and think about his taxes. So I know that it's very, very difficult for us in this time. I mean, there was a time when you would just sit at home and paint or in your studio and paint and some rich um, aristocratic family or some great industrialist would come along and buy your art and bring you to live at their house or in their palace and become your patron for life. That's just not happening that way anymore. <laughs> just as well, I like living at home. But my point is that though times have changed and technology has changed and the, the kind of responsibilities and duties that are hoisted upon us have, have seemed certainly to grow, it's not overwhelming. It can't be overwhelming. We can't let it be overwhelming. And I did a a whole video on this last season on permission. And and so I'm going to give my permission speech yet again. And that is that you do have permission to take any of these these, uh, hurdles at your own pace. Uh, You don't have to compete with others. You do have to do the best you can and continue to add weight as you can carry more load. And that's, that's really my message. Don't ever 
beat yourself up or allow someone else to beat you up because you're not your website isn't the best or that your Instagram photos aren't aren't as sharp as they should be or that you should be on Pinterest and you're not and and that that you really don't have a great sales technique build all of those things as you can you have my permission to fail you have my permission to lag behind you have my permission to take a break when you're feeling overwhelmed but you also have my permission to completely succeed and and i think it's important to say at the onset because this can seem quite overwhelming and so today what i wanted to talk about is just one more hat we have to wear and one more job we have to do and that's graphic design graphic design is key to good marketing and marketing is key to the success of your business and whether you realize it or not or like it or not we're all running small businesses and I think everybody here understands that um, you know Graphic design is a lot more than just pretty pictures and, and layout. Uh, it is certainly those things, but it's, it's more than that. Graphic design is a real communication tool that we have to communicate with our customers. And it becomes hugely important that that graphic message doesn't detract from our brand and that it, in fact, enhances uh, our business. And it can do that, and certainly does that, and, and you can see it all around you. Just look at the, the magnificent marketing that is done through graphic design and through that kind of visual marketing that takes place all around us. Um, and the thing that we notice about really strong graphic design is that it, it conveys messages, subliminal messages, to us all. We've all looked at a website and said, wow, that looks really amateurish or that looks even creepy. I don't really, I, I want to shy away from this business, this company, this person, because they're really obviously not professional enough. And that's a judgment you make just by looking at the layout of their webpage or trying to navigate their webpage. Uh, and, uh, We've, we've seen it, and, and, and a really slick website convinces us that we're dealing with somebody who is professional, someone who is knowledgeable, someone who is trustworthy, and someone who is successful. And all those things can be communicated simply by the way your message is presented. And I think it is incredibly important that we realize how big a job that graphic design does for us. Uh, it's not something to mess with. It's not just layout on a page. It's not just colors and fonts. It's all of that, but it's a real communication tool that says to your client who you are, where you are in your journey, and whether or not they should, they should continue interacting with you. That's huge. Um, now, granted, the best way to do this is to hire somebody who's really, really good at it. I mean, uh, 
the, the professional acumen and the strength of a good professional graphic designer is incalculable, right? But we can't all afford that. And, and, and so we're going to, like so many other things in our, in our business, we're going to have to do the best we can, do this job ourselves until we are successful enough to hire the big, successful, professional graphic designers uh, to do the work for us and, and, and take us to the next level. So we just have to admit it, we're going to have to do this ourselves. Now, there's some statistics that I found looking when I was researching for this, for this uh, podcast. And it said that 90% of what enters our brain is visual. Now, th- that's pretty huge. And that the brain absorbs an image, a message from an image, 60,000 times faster than you can absorb it by reading text. So when you think about it, if you've got a blog post, if you've got a, if you've got a bit of advertising, you've got a video out there, your visual message has been interpreted before they ever read your text, even if what you're transmitting is largely text. So you can actually taint a person's uh, uh, experience of your witty text, of your great copy, before they've even read it. And conversely, you can elevate your text with good graphic design before they've even read the text. That's very, very powerful and something we have to consider. Uh, And then you have to add to that that 65% of people, myself included, we're visual learners, that we're going to react better as far as internalizing and learning things by seeing pictures, infographics, charts, photographs, videos are going to help us absorb information better than just text alone. So we're going to have to buy into this. It's, it's simply that, that important. So what all of this brings to us to is our branding. Our video, excuse me, our um, graphic design, including photos, images, uh, graphics, video, however that is, uh, however that is presented, that all has to be building our brand. And think about all those companies that are really, really good at branding. Think about Coca-Cola. Think about Nike. Uh, Mercedes, uh, uh, Rolls-Royce. These are things that we recognize, these brands, we recognize on site. And we know something about these companies because of our long-lasting relationship with them and their marketing and our experience with the products as well. Uh, Imagine how long Coca-Cola has maintained its logo, its, its classic signature uh, script, font. That's, that's hugely impactful over generations, right? So you want to be very, very clear with your branding. And that's what your first goal of your marketing 
uh, your uh, graphic design is going to do. It's, it's imperative that you don't change your branding too often. Bogdan is incredibly creative and he loves coming up with graphic, uh, graphic images and new, new logos and new presentations. And we always kind of clash because I'm like, keep the logo the same, but change the things around it, freshen it up perhaps, but never lose the logo. We've got the ladybug as our, as our logo. And, uh, that becomes really important for branding. You want people to be able to build a relationship with your brand. Uh, and, and that means that you have to understand your brand. And, and big companies and organizations have style guides. Uh, and we should have our own style guides. We should know the colors that we use and we should be true to those colors. We should know fonts that we use. We should know the kinds of kind of vibe, the, the graphic uh, design that goes into our look, whether that's fresh and, and green or if it's, if it's more moody and dark, whether it's uh, very floral, whether it's more minimalist, uh, know those designed elements in your brand and follow them. Write them down if you have to. Uh, that's what the big companies do. Uh, we need to be true to our branding. Remember, too, that as we create all of this content that we're spewing out there about our brands, it's not just what we're putting out in advertising and in uh, publicity and things, but when we share things with others on Instagram, on social media, people will pick that up and forward it on. So they're actually, they're actually passing our branding on for us. There's free advertising going on here. So if your company is, is about cupcakes and I, my company is about art, uh, painting, and I start forwarding your social media posts, I'm forwarding your branding about cupcakes, not my branding about art. So it's free advertising. And so having a strong, clear branding design, graphic design as well as, as uh, visual, all visual brand, uh, design is, is imperative. So what do you do if you can't afford to hire the best graphic designer out there? Well, you have to look at some options. Now I'm going to mention a few that I've looked at. I, I don't get paid by any of these people. I'm not, I'm not endorsing. I'm not getting, there's no pay endorsement going on here. The one thing I, the first thing that I find magnificent is a, is Pantone. Uh, you can look these up. I'll put information in the description if that's helpful. But Pantone actually comes out with color of the year and certain style elements, and and they do annual reporting that kind of predicts what's going to happen next year. And it's amazing to me because I read these reports. And the next year, that's what I see going on through advertising. Uh, it's remarkable. You can really get a heads up on color combinations and, and different 
types of elements that are going to be important in the next year's advertising world. So pay attention to that. Read their reports uh, and, and apply some of that. My colors are red and green, and that's with the ladybug and green being hopefully environmental and, and you know, save the earth uh, uh, conservation sorts of, of elements. So those are the colors that we use for Buberosa Productions. Uh, this year, Pantone has uh, two colors. It's kind of a, a gray and a, and a yellow, and they're, they're lovely together. I can now take those elements, those colors, and blend them into my advertising this next year. That may mean that instead of a red ladybug, maybe I have a gray ladybug or a yellow ladybug with gray spots instead of a red ladybug with black spots. There are different ways you can kind of tap in to look fresh, to look like the, in a sense, like the big boys do, to, to take your advertising and your marketing and make it look like all the leaders in the field. I'm not saying you should throw out your branding. Be very, very careful not to. But there's some great, great tips that you're going to get through Pantone if you're paying attention. I just find it amazing. But how do you actually, I mean, if, what if you don't have talent in, I don't, <laughs> you'd think that artists would be really, really good at presenting themselves graphically and it just doesn't appear to be the case. What I do find too is that the people who are, if you are already a graphic designer, uh, you know, you, you may have all of this down pat uh, and I'd love to hear your comments. But what I also find is that a lot of times people who are graphic designers spend all of their energy and talent on their customers, building those brands, building those kinds of projects that they have. And they don't end up spending a lot of time developing their own. That certainly happens with us with video and photography. We do all this uh, great uh, video work for customers. And then when we went back and looked at our website, there was very little video about us showing what we do and, and what we can do. So I know that that's a real concern. But if you can't afford to go out and do buy and hire these people, and you really don't have the kind of talent, what are you supposed to do? Well, if you're not familiar with Fiverr, there's an option. Fiverr was, I think, originally set up to that, you know, all jobs were five bucks. They're more than that now, uh, depending upon how, in, uh, how involved they get. But Fiverr has hundreds of uh, thousands of freelancers from around the world who are willing to do uh, kind of gig work, project-based work, for quite little money. So if you need a logo, if you need certain design layout that you're going to use again and again, or if you're looking for certain uh, characters or, or certain infographics, you could get a lot of that work done by someone who is a freelancer somewhere around the world, and you could probably get it for a lot less money. Now, what often happens with Fiverr is there's so many people and there's so many geographical distrib distribution involved that you don't necessarily 
know exactly who you're dealing with. You don't always get the quality that you would like. Uh, it, you know, you get what you pay for. If it's very, very cheap, maybe it won't be very, very good. Um, and, and there are some posers out there. I, some people will actually have fake accounts and misrepresent themselves. So it's a great way to make money. There are lots of honest people out there, but it's a very, very cheap option and might not be the best quality. But it could be a very good option for some things that you're doing. Uh, you could also look at Upwork. Upwork is a, um, a website that does the same kind of thing. It hooks up uh, artists, or, well, designers with customers, and you basically present a job and a budget, and then designers will bid on those projects. It's going to be more expensive, uh, much higher quality generally, uh, though you can find quality through Fiverr. But it's generally higher quality. You tend to know who you're dealing with. Uh, they have, tend to be somewhat vetted. Uh, so you're not, you're not feeling like you're taking such a chance with the folks on Upwork. But it's going to be more expensive. Uh, but as your projects develop, that might well be a, a good choice as well. If you've not looked at some of the stock sites, iStock, Shutterstock, Adobe Stock, and there are many, many others, they're also, uh, they also provide a lot of design elements as well that you could tap into. What's good about those kinds of sites is that they already come with license agreements uh, sorted. So you don't have to worry that down the line you're going to find that your designer actually ripped off a design from someone else. Uh, you've got some guarantee that there's a licensing arrangement already established. Um, but again, you're buying specific things, and they, depending upon the, the uh, difficulty, could be more expensive. So if you're going to do it yourself, and you don't really have the skills to do Photoshop that well, because it's, it's more involved, and you should learn it, but it may take you longer. There are other products, like PicMonkey. PicMonkey will give you, it's much easier to use. You can use templates and, and plug and play kinds of things. It's much faster and simpler, but it's a little limited in scope. It is a monthly charge, so you have to figure out whether or not uh, it's worth it to you, but uh, it is so much easier and you can move faster and get things done nicely, quickly, without this huge learning curve of having to learn uh, a big program like Photoshop. Uh, uh, one that I use a lot is Canva. Canva uh, does the same thing, uh, offers me all kinds of templates and they're already pre-sized for different social media so I can get one size for Pinterest and I can go over and get, and get a square one for Instagram. It makes it go much, much quicker. Plug and play, just throw in elements, gives you sample designs that you can just say yes, yes please, and, uh, and, and you're done. Canva, I tried the 30-day pro plan. I loved it, but I don't do enough of that kind of thing to warrant that. So they do have a free option, and I'm now using the free option for the time being. Uh, so that might be another consideration. And then 
If you really need more support than this is going to, I mean, we have a client right now who needs quite a bit of support. He needs uh, graphic design elements. He needs uh, some infographics done. He needs some, basically some illustration uh, created from whole cloth and uh, some photography uh, resizing and, and, and cropping and, and enhancing photographs. Then if you need more support than that, there's a, there's a company called Design Pickle, and they'll actually give you a designer kind of on retainer. And you can use as much as you like, but there's a monthly charge. So you'd have to price it out to see how much support do you need and whether or not that, you know, if you need it routinely so that you would need to have somebody on call to say, quick, I need this, and then I need this, and I need this by Tuesday, and this by Wednesday. And uh, if that person is gone, they provide you with someone else, so you get support, but you don't have to hire it out. Uh, you don't have to hire an employee, and you get the support you need at a price. So you'd have to cost that out. So there are lots of options, and like I say, I'm just barely skimmed a few examples. But the important thing is that you come up with a way that you're going to be able to provide good quality graphic design in your messaging, in your branding, in your, in your advertising, in all of your communication, whether that's your newsletter, that's your, your, your posts on social media, whether that's your calling card, your business card, whether that's your layout of your website or any anything like that, even, even the swag that you produce. You need to have good, strong graphic design that will make you look professional, trustworthy, successful, and you will be able to communicate pe with people on that subliminal level that happens before language. And I just think it's so important that we consider this and start to work these elements into our business. Anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today. So I really had a good week. We went to see a, a particular exhibition at uh, Photo Relevance, a gallery here in town by Karen Navarro. Karen's a friend of ours, and she's a remarkable photographer. And her show, uh, it's her first solo show through this gallery. So congratulations, Karen. It was a, it was a remarkable show, and we enjoyed it very much. Uh, we also have many things coming up. We've got our... Our second Saturday at Silver Street. We have our third Saturday, Saturday at Silver Street. We got Mother's Day coming up, so we have some special sales going on. And I'm working hard on my 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 big uh, exhibition coming up in July. So it's been a very very busy time. Spring is here, and uh, we're having a delightful delightful week. Hope you are too. Uh, join us next week when we're talking more about the job of being a photographer in your own business, what you need to do to take good quality images, photographs, uh, to use in all of your marketing as well. So we'll talk about that next week. So until then, have a great week, stay creative, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.